I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. Live. But to love our families, to love our friends, and to love the earth, to love this planet, to love this universe as a whole, and all that it has to offer. That's right, bro. So when when that type of when that type of feel when you have when you have that type of feel and that type of vibration, of course, these children that are coming into this world and have come into this world now. They bring that same type of love. They bring that same type of love. And because we love the fact that, you know, we love being ourselves, but at the same time we want to, we love this world. And we love the universe and we want to be free. So, therefore, you have other people that you don't hear about on a day-to-day basis that want the exact same thing. So... If and you're I'm someone who about says that if you're in power, if you're supposed to be in power, and you know that that your power like is slipping, what are you going to do? You're going to do everything possible to try and make everybody afraid. They've been doing this for years. And the, the one thing that made me question everything was, why is it that everything happens in... At like in like being on a carousel or being on a merry-go-round at a fair or circus or something, it seems like in our life or in my life as I grew, we kept getting hit with the same type of information, the same type of supposed, um, you know, holidays and uh, uh, every story that you pretty much heard out of the Bible was always given to you the same way a different time of the year. In order for you to think a certain way. So, what you saying, are there people that are are behind the scenes that are trying to make things better? Yes, there are. You just don't I'm hear about it. Why? Why we don't hear about it? The fact that you're on the phone, that you're on this conference call, and that we are on this conference call together is an indication in itself that says there are people that love themselves that also love the world and will love everyone in the world, and that we want things to be better. So therefore, we think on a higher level, a higher vibration, a higher vibration of love, truth, peace, freedom, and justice. No matter how you look at it, we want to be, you know, we want to be able to love ourselves and love our families, love our friends, and just be able to just be free and live freely. What's wrong with that? You know, we just we just we want to be able to love, and we want to be able to love in the way that we see fit, that benefits us the best. And and you know, like you know, and get rid of all of the dogma and stuff like that. You know, the the religions that why why is it every religion seems to have a a it's a box. It's like you're in a box, and that box has only goes but so far. But yet, you know, there's so much more outside of that box. When you come outside of that box, 
that's when uh, people start questioning you or. or so you got to look at religion as a, fine, uh, 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 a form of mind control, man. Correct. 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 That is correct. Always has been, always will be. What is the same ground? In the form that it is now. That we know for the most part. <laughs> but yeah, there, there are other people. There are other people and there are people in the agencies that do want change. You can see the number one objective and goal of the oppressor is to get the mind of the oppressed. Okay, whether it be religion, politics, food, whatever. That's all they, and once they got your mind, they got you. So that's the number one objective of, the, of, the, of anything of these enemies combatants is to get get the uh, get the folks' mind. Once they capture your mind in any endeavor, they got it. So you always got to see you your mind is on a high plane, a high vibration, no matter what. And she's like the lady said, like you said too. See, you got angels too, man. Everybody got angels. And these angels is fighting them demons. And we right here in the middle of it. That's what's going on now. Okay, this is, the battle is not ours. This is a seen and unseen battle. And we in the middle of it, man. Okay, that's what this is all about, man. It's written in the book. That you got got the demons that fell from heaven and angels that's from heaven. And both of them fight, man. All around. And we stuck in the middle. And we're, and the we're main, those spirits. We are yeah, the main spirits. the main prize is us, our soul. And yep, so you keep your soul on, on, on the good side, going for the light. Uh, you like every last cartoon? one of us. You remember them old cartoons where you had an angel on one shoulder and a devil on the other one? And both of them, that's what we're into right now. That's what's going on now. And you got to listen to that good voice, that good angel. this, man. Okay, everything y'all going through, we going through, is prophesied in the book. You just got to know how to decipher the book, man. And so it's really a good time to be alive and see all this stuff going on, man. Well, it, it, I agree with you. Um, and I wish, wish that we had a free conference call number right now. Which we have to now, actually. Um, but anyway, uh, guys, we have about maybe 30 minutes, 30, 35 minutes left in our call before it automatically closes. So, Dave, you will have a call on Christmas Day? Huh? Yeah, yeah, we will. It'll be on our webinar, and our webinar number. Well, I don't know that number, man. Oh, um, gosh, I don't have that handy because um, our internet is down right now. But I well, can. Well, you can text it to me. You can text it to me. You still got my number, right? I think so. 
Uh, oh, you can email them to me. How do you want to do it? Hold on, let me Okay, um, is that the uh, three three six four? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on one minute. Okay, last four. Okay, three three six four, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, I'll, I'll text it to you. So what now? I will text it uh, to you. Okay, I appreciate it, bro. Hey, if you talk to Tyrone, man, tell, tell him uh, to give me a call or something, because I had lost my phone a couple of months ago, and I mm. lost all my contacts, man. Ooh. Um, yeah, if I hear but from I, him. Yeah, I got the same number and everything, but I, I just, like I said, I, I lost all my contacts. And, oh, but uh, okay. it's all good. All right, well, um, yeah, that'd be great if you could join us um for the holiday run. Yeah, most definitely, man, because I, uh, I, I had planned on going out of town. But, but uh, my money got kind of tight right now, so we can stick around here for a minute in the cold weather. So, uh, let me, uh, Omar, you still there, Omar? Or are you gone? Uh, yeah, you should be in contact with, uh, with Omar West. Yeah, man, because I, I like talking to electricians, man, because we, we got a special kind of, like, like bond, man. Because, I mean, that's just, I may mess with a lot of us, man, particularly in that, in that field we in. Because, uh, man, because we right there where all the, the energy is at, man. Right. And so it's, it's fun, man. It's fun to be alive now because I, I look at it this way. That's what... The disciples that's Jesus what be the end of the, of the world at the time that we know it you are unmuted like water and knowledge flow and that's what's mm-hmm. happening now man you can post up on the internet right now and people see it all around the world that's information and knowledge that's what right. Jesus was talking about man right. you know Jesus is in all of us that's yeah that's right. Old Mexican nigger had a fall. Talk about for You know all the different all that far things that um, he God supposed to do. E-I-I-O. Think about the here, nigger, nigger here, here, nigger, nigger, nigger there, here, nigger, there, nigger everywhere, nigger, nigger. Have a part. Old Mexican nigger. 
when they talk Edifar about the, the, the image of God. Yeah. Woo. And there are yeah. Yeah. things of that nature. But to keep it oh. in and to be grounded mm-hmm. in earth, we are all <laughs> images of the creator. Doing all of this stuff, you know, it's like they were trying to make it everything. That's only the octopus. I'm on my past. Uh, 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 You know what's so fun, man? Uh, 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 And a nigger, nigger here, and a nigger, nigger there, and a nigger, nigger there, and a nigger, nigger there. There's a lot of people that don't even make it when the sun starts turning. They're going to be some spontaneous combustion, man. Y'all going to see that, too. They got these film trails trying to block out the sun. That's why they, they try to lock up and they don't go to the wall, you see. Thank you all. Thank you. Like, I, I like being in the sun, man. I try to get yeah. in the sun as much as possible. You know, That's why they're trying they to try block to... it out. We do kill yeah. trails, man. Yeah, they do that, too. Okay, also, um, while well, on this subject, it was kind of brought up earlier, briefly. I do want to mention that um, what I understood, one, um, one of the uh, aims of the Illuminati, we were talking about the depopulation agenda earlier, and one of the ways that they, will, they uh, plan to achieve this is starting a race war yeah. and bringing about events that would start you know, blacks and whites killing each other. And, uh, it ain't going to happen, man. And if you look at what happened this summer, you uh, you would begin to realize that that all was manufactured. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, it's all you manufactured, about, like, man. Like martial law events and things like that. That's what that's what I'm saying, man. That's why the, the quickest way they're gonna do it is to shut down this banking, man, and make chaos. That's uh, yeah, that's the thing about that is, is, you know, most of the time in that case, it's put it like this: they try and create chaos. And in the midst of them trying to create chaos, what ends up happening? People end up pulling together. Yeah, that's right. People end up pulling together. Why? You got a common. You got a common. You got a common problem, basically. And together you find a common solution. Perfect example. I was down there when Hurricane Andrew hit down there in Florida, right? Uh, In '92, when Hurricane Andrew hit. No lights, no power, no nothing. People start coming together right then and there, man. Right when Andrew hit, I was surprised to see how people were working together, man. Yep. So you're right about that. So every time the, the devil try to do something, God got another plan. See, every time. So these luminaries can try all they want with this race war, or whatever the separation. That's all about. But true love is true love, man. Like you said, the good is more good out here than bad every time. Right, exactly. So, consciousness. You had touched on this earlier, Wes. Consciousness of the people is raising. They're mm-hmm. not going to stay on this level of confusion and um, and striving against one another. They are rising above that. That's right. That's the number one plan of the rich, man, to keep the poor people arguing. But see, I read an article today. It say it's against the law to rob the rich. But when the rich rob the poor, it's called capitalism. That's right. 
Okay, well, see, that's, that was really what happened with FOCHS last year, that, you know, when that happened, the event was to scatter FFCHS to the full wind, but, you know, like sheep, scatter us like sheep. But um, I guess they didn't realize we're, we have a few more brains to deep, and we decided we need to stay together, and so that's exactly what we did. That's right, man. That's the only way to do it, man. And that's why uh, anybody that, that two people, see, the, the most time the battle is with the person trying to fight themselves. So once, in, like for instance me, before I could even try to join the group, I got to get myself together. People don't realize. That's why a lot of TIs be messing You are muted. They grouped up when they still fighting them inner demons themselves. And see, that's the main oh, war is with yourself. Once you learn how to tame yourself and keep yourself checked, then you can roll with anybody else. That's the number one war, uh, 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 number one rule of war in martial arts. You, you got to learn how to defeat the enemy within yourself. Once you learn how to defeat the enemy within yourself, then you can group it with somebody else. And see, that's where a lot of TIs didn't figure it out, see? Before you group. is not currently available. Now, that's why I ain't never been married. Even woman I'm married, we got to be able to stick like do I do. You got to stick like do where the enemy can't can get, get between us. And so that, that's, that's the way we got to look at this, man. So like my brother say, God is, is, is within. Jesus say, whatever he did, we can do also. So you got to learn how everybody got their own demons across the battle. Once you tame that cross and tame that demon, then you can roll with the world, then. There's supposedly 22 different, different people named Jesus in the Bible. Your name was Yeshua. Anyway, right. Yeshua. Yeshua. Oh, like for instance, um, like for instance, right? We think we're in the United States. The United States is North America, South America, and all the adjoining islands, right? Yeah. Well, before all of this was came was, was known as the United States or what have you, this whole landmass was together, and it was the entire landmass was Africa. Yeah. So, or, or or Morocco, more or less. And um. Like we're 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 in the farthest. We are like if you look up the word Morocco, it means the most extreme west, which would be here, what is considered the U.S. However, the U.S. is basically a corporation. That's how it is, a corporation. And um, when I was, I asked you a question, I was like, do you know who Obama's boss is? Do you know who who is the boss of Obama and all the supposed you know the, um, it's the Pope? The Pope is the is the boss of all of them. I'll say the, uh, you got the Pope and, and you like got, when the so Pope came the... when the Pope came here back in what month was that that the Pope came was, here to came to a supposed America? That was around my September, man. September, June, right? right. But you you got the and, the Pope, Rome. And the Knights of Malta and the Knights of uh, Templars. 
Them the main one doing it. That's the red and the blue. Right. And the Pope itself, the Pope himself, when he was traveling, uh, he was rolling in a fiat. Everything yeah. that they do has has symbology and has a meaning to it. And and that fiat, which is an automobile, supposedly, he was basically telling you that you know the currency that we use is fiat, Federal Reserve notes. And fiat means counterfeit. I mean what? Fiat means counterfeit. Right. Yeah, just like the same illusionary program they put us into, that's kind of good too, man. It's all illusion. Right. And once you see that it's all illusion, it's all based on fear, guilt, uh, hate. Once you overcome them fear, guilt, hate, and, and anger, and danger, you got to beat, man. Because you lose, you lose yourself in all of that. That's right, man. That's, you have to. So uh, I could this uh, right here. Since I've been you don't realize what's going on, it just made me stronger and make me laugh at all this stuff because it's all theater, man. It's all clown theater. From the from the White House to the outhouse, it's all clown theater, man. So I agree with you. The, the Rome run all this stuff, man. Rome and uh. And the Knights Templar, Knights of Malta, and the Knights Templar. Yep. And it's uh, it's all red and blue. And you put red and blue together, you get purple. And so this evil stuff, time to come to an end. Every day you wake up, it's a big person, this stuff coming to an end. It's all a joke. <laughs> Everything is a joke, man. It's all a joke, man. Only person, only person they want to have a war with is they self, man. All these folks doing this crazy stuff trying to perpetrate on people, they're going to end up fighting amongst themselves, slowly but surely. Watch and see. Sit back, stay cool, try to warn people, tell them what's going on, and watch these enemies, devils, and stuff start fighting amongst themselves, man. Because ain't nobody going for the doing stuff they're doing. They're doing it now. So basically, their time is up, man. Everybody, like you said, everybody waking up got a new conscience. They throw it out, opening up, man. The planet getting more light. We, we going to another dimension in a few more days. I just read something a minute ago about where this planet coming, getting up, getting more more light coming in. So a lot of people need to raise up with the conscience. Uh, uh, stay low like the fools that trying to perpetrate this evil on us, man. It's all backfiring on them. I still, I still be one. I still like the question that I had earlier was, does everybody know? Like, in specifically, I don't even know to be honest. <laughs> 
specifically why they're targeting me, why they targeted you, why they targeted everybody. That you know, for most of the people that's on the line. Because they, they want, us, they they want us to take us ourselves out and somebody else, man. Population control, bro, it's simple. They want me to kill myself and try to go fight and kill you. It's all about a death and mayhem, man. It's population control, brother. That's that's why they targeting people. That's why you see every day somebody got road rage. You can't even ride down the street now. And, 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 and just change lanes without somebody want to fight and kill each other, man. Right. That's what it's all about. You can't go to Walmart and get a parking space without somebody want to fight and kill each other, man. That's it's all about done by design, man. Right. Oh, like when I be traveling on the highway, sometimes like um, automobiles would intentionally like you know roll in front of me or about to lose, about to lose. Uh, and whoever, whomever behind the wheel is about to lose control of the automobile or vehicle. Um, See, let me tell you something about these vehicles, like man. All these cars got computers on them now, man. Okay, right. you can be driving good and nice and calm. They hide that your computer. Your car start acting all crazy. You can't you think, think the driver doing that. You see no, what I'm saying? I, yeah, That's my, how I already stuff know. Is. Yeah. They, uh, they, they had someone hit my car, tear the mirror off on the right side, and I had my car worked on, and it has been recently repaired or what have you. But anyway, like, they programmed the car to make it feel like it's going to fall apart. Um, somebody let air out of my tire just uh, yesterday. Um, yeah, just yesterday, somebody let air out of my tire, out of one of my tires. And, and as I'm pulling off out of the complex, I stop. I get out of the automobile and go around and look at the tire. Some person pulls up besides me in a Durango and asks me, is everything all right? I ask him, do I know you? <laughs> and then and then he pulled off. He sped off. He sped off. So, you know, I'm like, okay, nine times out of ten, to me, that person probably was the one that damn did it or he was part of the group, you know, so. Oh, you like, that, you man. Know, it could be on, somebody man. trying to help you, man. It might be somebody that might try to help you, bro. Maybe. Maybe not, but the, the vibe that I got, I didn't, I didn't get that. Okay, I hear you. As long as you picked up their energy, it was negative, huh? Yeah, I didn't get that. And, and a lot of times, like, if... Uh, so what you say you live right now? Where you live? I can feel like if somebody has actually been here, like, staying here, Right. There's a different vibe from that person. And the vibe that I got from that individual was not a good one. So uh, right. I just asked him point blank, do I know you? And then he, he left, he sped off. Yeah, it's all energy, man. It's all energy. Uh, yeah, you can feel, yeah, you can feel huh? that negative energy come out. Yeah. You're right. You can feel negative energy, man. And like you know, I've been trying. I've been meditating, stuff like that. And like I say, I sit in the sun as much as possible. Um, so yeah, I, I've, I've done Can anybody hear apparently. me? Like I've even, I've even calmed myself, man, to a point to where, like before, I, I was, man, at one point, I was a freaking wreck, and, and I just. I couldn't get nothing. It seemed like I couldn't get nothing, you know, with myself 
you know, right. <laughs> I just didn't have a handle on myself at all. But now, it's, now it's, it's it's a lot different. You know, I can. The more I meditate and, and, and things like that, the, the calmer get I got. Get, the get more me out of the VR and let me go for real. If you're fucking let me go back and get out of your way. For no, for real. You know, for real, would you let me get out of your way? Will you fucking let me get out of your way? Or in, you know, with my, with my inner spirit.
not really interested in doing that. Um, Derek, do you want me to keep Southern California muted? You tell me how you want to handle that. Uh, I keep on muted. Huh? I would keep muted if she's in a screaming uh, mode right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll look into into trying out the free conference call. uh, yeah, boy. Yeah, I think it's a good idea, Derek. This is crazy. You know, kind of segue into that because, um, yeah, so that everybody gets, you know, gets the message and yeah. So what's the what's the what's the uh, pin number for a call, man? Derek. Oh, okay. We haven't um, uh, we haven't developed that yet. Okay, all right. That's cool. There's only a few over there. Um, um, I think Ella is still here. I'm sure she is. And um, uh, um, who's the one who's over there? Oh, Sumaya. Sumaya and Mike. Those are the two that are over on the um, free conference call now. The rest of us are still trying to get through this. This was a crazy night, Derek. Wow. Okay. Um, so, uh, are you saying that next week they they um, they'll be on pre-conferencing instead of instead of talk show? Um, Mike is Mike is his his three o'clock Tuesday and Thursday calls are on pre-conference calls, and um, Sumaya is. But I think we haven't announced it enough so that people can know where to go over there yet. You know? Uh, How do you feel about that? That's just. You know, nobody would know where where I am on Friday nights if I went just started my calls over there. You know. Well, what do you, you have to open? I would say open the room up, but you still say, "Hey, go here, go here." You know, if people join or you know, coffee, you know, paste the link in or something uh, in the chat. Room. Uh, well, if you send me, uh, if you send me the information, I'll add it to the newsletter. Uh, um, so I have Sumaya's on Wednesday, but that's the only yeah. one I have. Um, Mike's, well, Mike doesn't really advertise his in the newspaper, I don't think. In a, a newsletter, I mean. I think he just kind of, I get, he okay. likes a small call. Um, so it's oh. just, it's just um, Sumaya, really, so far. Oh, has she been on Wednesday on the uh, free conference call? Is that what she's doing on Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. I don't know, hey, Derek. That's up to you. Um, you know, I don't know quite what to do. What to do? I don't. I don't really like the call. <laughs> but that's you don't like well, I just it makes me nervous. I mean, I you know, it took me a while to get used to talk show, and it just makes me nervous. I don't really know how to handle um, the pre-conference call. You know. Well, it seems so. It's not as much as much to do if it doesn't have a chat room. So it would be easier, I would, I would guess. It doesn't, yeah, really. Really. <laughs> but but we also have a lot of people come to the calls who only like, who only like the chat room, and they do, um, they do, you know, appreciate the chat room to talk to each other. Uh, yeah. Guest 38 is, is upset that I'm, I'm talking here. <laughs> I mean, there are some that have there are some that have the chat room feature. Oh, on the free conference call. 
Well, some free, some free conference call services that have that do have the chat. Okay. I don't know which ones. Which one do, do you do? You have a preference? Um, I, I don't know. I have to look at. I have to look at their you know interfaces to see. But yeah, we should probably uh, make a switch. Yeah, this is too bad. This is really too bad. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, if Elmar is still on the line, I'd like to speak to the question he kept asking about why why he started it. I I just want to give my question uh, here. Is that uh, the answers you kept getting are, are of the big picture? But I think it's important not to take it personally. Now I do think I'm, I'm on it because I took. They got some people are on it because of revenge. Others are on it because they just happened to be in a place they heard something. And I was on a plane and I heard something. I probably and uh, I might be. You know, targeted for that, but nobody knows exactly for sure unless they're like whistleblowers or they come from a certain spot that they absolutely know. Uh, but why not take it personally? At first, I thought, this kind of makes me look crazy because I'm an artist. And I'm an artist, and artists think differently. I thought, so maybe they're trying to depict me as some delusional person just because I have a creative mind. But it's not that. Not that there. Somebody put you on it for a particular reason. It could be uh, some people have property. They want their property. It could be a lot of reasons. Bottom line is either uh, some kind of emotional revenge or or jealousy or something, or it's it's also money. You know, bottom line, it it goes to the money thing. So just don't take it personally. And think it's anything to do with you as a person. That's what's important, I think. You said don't take it personal. No. You said it may don't. have something to do with one you said money. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing you said was what? I said it could be revenge. It could be that you were in the wrong place and heard something at you know, at the right time. Mm. Maybe somebody didn't want you to know. It could be so many different reasons. I'm saying don't think it's anything to do with you as a person. And people do that initially. You know, they, uh-huh. they think, oh, it's because of this, because I did that. And uh, it may be something you did, but not it, not cause or reason for you to be in this kind of situation. No. You know, no, this is not your fault. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Exactly. <laughs> well, in a way, a lot of TIs are, are people that try to do the right thing for the most part. Yeah. And I think a lot of us are targeted because we don't go along with the crowd and what the crowd is doing or what the crowd is doing. We kind of can stand up on our own and comfortable with that. And I think that's that's the reason maybe a lot of reasons why we're a lot of us are targeted. Because we do just we try to walk the the right way. Well the yeah. people who the people who are targeting it excuse me, the people who are targeting us 
don't go along with the crowd either. They're, they're psychosociopaths, depending on whether they were born with being uh, sick or whether they, they got it afterwards. That's what they psycho, psycho um, sociopaths. Um, because it could be like uh, if you're born with it, you're psycho. If you get it when you're already born, you're socio. So, um, but, um, yeah, so, so they're the ones that are really, um, I only want to say they it monsters. Those monsters are really the ones that are sick, that, that, that don't walk the mainstream, that aren't, that aren't regular, um, average, uh, you know, you know, people. They're the ones yeah, but they're really, not trying to do know. the right thing. They're not trying to do the right thing. Well, yeah, I don't know. Well, that's true. That's true. That's very true. But yet they get away with it. And how come, how come these monsters that don't do the right thing that they do? <laughs> They're really, really sick. Are, are getting because they're con artists the and they're thing. good at it. They're con artists and they're good at it. You know, that's why they get away with it. Yeah, it's passive aggressive behavior. You know, it sure is. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it's like how, how how do we take it down? How do we take this whole monster machine down? I mean, um, it's it, 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 yeah. I know we're working on it. I know. Yeah, it's like, is there good. some other way that we could possibly network even better? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, would there mm-hmm. be some way that we could somehow raise funds, put funds mm-hmm. together, and, um, you know, even come up with a a way of, mm-hmm. of, of getting uh, equipment, you know, if we put in a little something together some way, somehow, an account yeah. somewhere, somehow, yeah. we put some ends together, and then we are able to get some of the things that it's difficult for us to get on our own. Mm-hmm. Right. It's we, an, we, it's we, uh, yeah, we plan to do a, um plan to do another live cast. And so that will be um something for the new year. Uh, the call will be closing automatically guys in uh, any minute now. Um but that will be a fundraising effort. The live cast. That's strength in numbers. Well, that's that's why so many of them are working against against us, because they know that. Exactly. Yeah, well, I don't think they're expecting us to to gather together, though. I mean, we've gotten... Look at how how much we've gotten to know just on these calls. Yeah, we've these calls definitely make us stronger. I mean, they give Mm -hmm. us knowledge, which makes us stronger, more... You know, right. we are stronger together. Yes, yeah. We got braver together. I'm sorry, Derek. Right, right. You know, and the perps are as well, and they work seamlessly together, and that's something we have to learn to do as well. Right. If they can trust each other enough to harm people, and um, we get past our trust issue, you know, being that we're all in the same. Like with me, you know, it's my first time on one of these conference calls. So, yes, I have I have a lot of questions. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna BS you. Yes, I have a lot of questions. Oh, know, yeah, no um, problem. No problem. A, we understand. Yeah, there was a um, there was a supposed food bank, um, not food bank, a pantry. Huh. That uh, Cassandra was telling me that I could go to and not have to spend a lot of uh, a lot of cash or a lot of ends to get a decent amount of food and good food at that. At that. But see, at the same time, I'm just like.
formaldehyde. Formaldehyde, which is embalming fluid, is 5,000 times as potent a poison as is sipping alcohol. The FDA, which is the watchdog of American safety that we have empowered to protect the American public against food additives and drugs, has repeatedly reviewed all of the data that has been forthcoming from hundreds of studies about aspartame. Back in 1965, according to G.D. Searle, one of their researchers was working on an ulcer drug when he happened to get some of the substance on his finger, and instinctively, he licked it, noticing its sweet taste. One of the first tests conducted on aspartame was a 52-week study of monkeys to determine the effects of aspartame on primates. Seven monkeys were fed aspartame with milk. Five of those monkeys had grand mal seizures, and one died. Monkeys have a, more of a reaction to ethanol, regular alcohol like vodka or scotch. They have a real high resistance to methanol, and even though they were fed aspartame with milk, they still came down with seizures and, and, and one died of, I guess, cardiac arrest from overstimulated nervous system. Um, Searle went back and got another physician, a, a fellow named Dr. Wellington, and this guy sat down and redesigned the monkey study. In that same year, Dr. John Olney found that oral intake of aspartic acid could cause brain tumors in mice. We had this situation where the company uh, initially seemed to be responsive to the concerns, and uh, they actually sent um, a team of researchers to Dr. Olney's laboratory, and uh, they recreated the studies. The serial, the serial investigators recreated the studies that uh, showed these, this brain damage in animals. And um, they went back to Cyril, and uh, we waited to hear what Cyril was going to do about this. And the next thing we knew, uh, I would say that they probably went to Dr. Olney's lab mid-71. Mid-73, they applied to uh, the FDA for a food additive petition to use NutraSweet as a sweetener. So I called the FDA and I said, this doesn't, this doesn't make any sense. Dr. Olney uh, was asked by G.D. Searle to conduct the study because there were some concerns. And it's interesting to note that these concerns came up before a lot of the major testing into the toxicity of aspartame became apparent. But my thinking as an FDA investigator is that G.D. Searle already knew that going into this. Ultimately, FDA, using its good offices, interestingly enough, a major person there, created a meeting between me, uh, uh, Searle, and General Foods, which was going to be one of the main customers. And we met. And uh, I said I didn't think that this would ever reach the market. And they said, well, they were sure it was going to be approved. And I thought that we were on 180 degrees opposite sides. It turned out that it was approved, but FDA asked them not to market it. And they held it up so that there could be hearings and so forth. In 1974, the FDA approved the limited use of aspartame. Do you know why they were sure it was going to be approved? You said that they they said that it was sure that they. It well, see, see, when I said I don't think it's going to reach the reach the market, I was being very particular, but I didn't believe it was going to be approved because the evidence didn't show. They said it was. Now, now, one uh, very 
strange fact in all of that is that I knew that they had the brain damage study from Olney's lab that their own people had done. And we talked about the various pieces of evidence that uh, were problems. And I finally said, what about the brain damage problem from the animals in Dr. Olney's laboratory that your own people have gone and looked at? And he said, we don't think those are going to be a problem. Well, it turned out they weren't a problem because they didn't give them to the FDA. So, so here they had in their own files a study that raised very serious questions that they did not give to the FDA. That's a violation of law. G.B. Searle did not inform the FDA of this study until after aspartame's approval. This approval came despite the fact that FDA scientists found serious deficiencies in all tests related to genetic damage. And so all these concerns were all rolling around inside FDA, and they were trying to organize them into a policy. And every time they would organize them into a policy at the bench and science level, and they would go up one level to the, where the policy people were, the policy people would overrule them. A month later, Olney and Turner filed a formal objection, stating that they believed aspartame could cause brain damage. But anyway, we, we filed our petition. Dr. Olney filed one, and I filed one, attacking um, the approval. And the FDA said, right, there are some factual, uh, informa some factual information we should look into. We'll have a public hearing. Only because some of the investigators working for the Food and Drug Administration, looking at this data, knew that the data did not contain adequate safety information about aspartame. In 1975, due to serious questions over the quality and validity of G.D. Searle's testing of aspartame and other pharmaceuticals, the FDA formed a special task force to examine 11 of the pivotal studies on aspartame. Pivotal studies are those upon which the FDA bases approval or disapproval. Of the 113 studies, done on aspartame submitted to the FDA by Searle, 90 were conducted in the early to mid-1970s. Every test the FDA called pivotal was part of this 90. In March of 1976, the FDA completed their 500-page report after finishing their investigation. The um, report by the FDA uh, team that inspected it is the most devastating report about research that has probably ever been written about a specific company. And uh, that led to a uh, series of hearings in Congress and came up with a $12 million appropriation to FDA to enforce uh, uh, good laboratory practices. But what happened is there's a policy resolution, but Nutrisweet and, uh, and Cyril got bypassed in the sense that they took this all over here and said, look at this terrible thing that's going on. There were a couple others that were going on at the same time. We've got to do something, and they did something. What they did was going forward, you have to meet these requirements. They didn't do anything about going backwards and saying, look, the stuff you're putting, stuff you came through here is uh, killing people. Now, the reason they didn't do that at the time, because it happened in, 50, uh, in 75 and 76, is that it was the assumption of everyone in the process that the FDA was going to handle it. So FDA, one of the things FDA did that was so uh, striking and remarkable is that they, uh, knowing that they had this terrible situation on their hands, hired a, uh, a uh, group of pathologists. It's a pathology research group. FDA hired them to review the serial studies, but had serial pay for it. So the result was, here's a company which makes its money by being hired and paid for to do studies. Well, why would it do a study that was going to be critical of Nutrisweet? In 1977, the FDA chief counsel, Richard Merrill, 
recommended to U.S. Attorney Samuel Skinner that a grand jury be set up to investigate G.D. Searle. Well, FDA did attempt to do something, and it wasn't the political part of the FDA. These were the people that really were trying to work and do well. Um, one of the counsel's lawyers for the Food and Drug Administration contacted the U.S. attorney in Chicago and to bring an indictment against G.D. Searle for fraud, for uh, deletion of records, uh, manipulation of records, um, the falsification of records and a number of other things on the testing that they did on aspartame and several other products as well. Suddenly, U.S. Attorney Samuel Skinner began preliminary employment discussions with G.D. Searle's law firm, Sidley & Austin. The U.S. Justice Department urged Attorney Samuel Skinner to proceed with the grand jury, pointing out that the statute of limitations on prosecution would soon run out. Samuel Skinner withdrew from the G.D. Searle case and Assistant U.S. Attorney William Conlon was assigned to the grand jury investigation. Shortly afterwards, Samuel Skinner left his job to work for G.D. Searle's law firm. The assistant he left behind let the statute of limitations run out on the aspartame charges. This assistant, William Conlon, was hired 15 months later by G.D. Searle's law firm, Sidley & Austin. Uh, the common denominator for all of this unfortunately is money and the amount of money that was flashed around um, induced people to drop the lawsuit against G.D. Searle and, and come work for the very firm that they were going to um, try for illegal activity and that's what happened with the U.S. Attorney that's what happened with, with several people working for the Food and Drug Administration at that time if they passed aspartame literally they were promised great jobs when they finished with FDA. Uh, it was interesting, the main guy that made the decisions uh, that overruled them uh, in the Bureau of Foods went on to work for the uh, Soft Drink Association. And actually seven of the key people that made decisions that kept NutraSweet moving through the process ended up working for one or another NutraSweet using industry. That's kind of an interesting side effect to the whole thing. I like to do well at things. It's important to me that if you're given an assignment that you try to do it the best you can. I'm afraid that some people confuse that with some sort of uh, single-mindedness on my part. Uh, Donald Rumsfeld uh, went into the company after he left Washington, after Ford lost, and uh, that would be uh, in uh, 1977 is in business and uh, he was the congressman from there and then he went to the White House where he was White House Chief of Staff and then he became the Secretary of Defense and he's involved in a whole group of people around Chicago that uh, they're involved in a whole range of things national security being one of them he was also a part of the Rand Corporation one of the major defense think tanks he's a very he's a very um, uh, he's a very uh, uh, bright guy, like in the best and the brightest, you know, the kind of people that brought us Vietnam. These are people who believe that thinking is the primary way that you get through life. Having values, feelings, and so forth, they denigrate. So he took over this company and it was, in, it was going down the tubes completely. The conference is now in silent mode.